The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance on News Talk. A majority of adults support the decriminalisation of all drugs ahead of the setting up of the Citizens' Assembly. That's according to a newly published Business Post Red Sea poll. Our chief reporter, Barry White, is with me now. Morning, Barry. Hi, Pat. Good morning. Uh, What would decriminalisation mean exactly? And uh, what were the actual findings, the numbers of the poll? Well, this poll for the Business Post and Red Sea found that 50% of people would support the decriminalisation of drugs for personal use, while 30 percent were opposed, while a further 20% say they did not know or did not know enough about the topic to give a firm view at this stage. And Pat, the Citizens' Assembly, which will be set up in the next few weeks, will decide on what the country's strategy will be in drugs going into the future then. Now, 20% is still undecided when it comes to decriminalisation, perhaps because they don't understand what it would actually mean. So what does it mean? Yeah, Pat, so as you say, 20% of those who participated in this Red Sea poll say they are undecided on decriminalisation. So basically, they don't know enough about the topic to form an opinion. So just for the people who may be in that 20%, what decriminalisation would mean is that if someone is caught in possession or with small amounts of, say, cannabis or cocaine, then they would not be prosecuted. However, the sale of larger amounts of drugs and drug use would still remain illegal. And currently, Pat, if you're caught with a small amount of say cannabis or cocaine you can be prosecuted and I've been speaking to Brendan Hurson he came through addiction and was previously prosecuted for possessing cannabis and he thinks it's only a matter of time before cannabis in particular is decriminalised I suppose I started smoking it um, around 2011 2012 I started smoking it a lot um, and I worked a lot in night shift at the time so I used to find it hard to sleep in the morning so I used to kind of smoke it's a joint in the morning like you know and uh, it kind of stayed the same level for a long time like you know but I was like smoking cannabis every day for a number of years like you know and uh, what what impact did that have on you? It got me introduced to a world of, of other drugs and I enjoyed it at the start but looking back now I see the consequence it, had, it did have on me compared to the peers and people I grew up with who didn't go down that path like who didn't smoke weed like you know what I mean I suppose it kept me up in my head a lot like you know what I mean it led to a lot of paranoia and stuff you know I would have been caught with small amounts around that time and I would have been in court for possession and stuff and it did lead to a lot of anxiety and and how much how much are we talking about that you'd have been caught with oh like the first time I was caught I was only caught with say say a 10 spot of hash or something you know what I mean and I was brought I was brought to court over and I was I was 19 then like you know and then I was caught before I had I'd say maybe 50 euro worth in a house, you know. And given your experience, do you think it should be decriminalised now? I think I'll never use smoke cannabis again. I know that for a fact. But I think that there should be just more awareness around you know, the dangers of, of prolonged use and excessive use, you know what I mean? I think in comparison to drink and other things, it isn't the worst, like, you know what I mean? It doesn't lead to hard drugs. But I think the reason it does lead to hard drugs is because it's it's criminalised, if you know what I mean, like because it's in connection with other drugs. You know what I mean? Do you think it's becoming too normalised now if we do decriminalise it, though? Like, it is normal. No matter what town you go down in Ireland now, you can smell it. Like You know what I mean? Um, you can smell it on the streets, you can smell it in the buses, you can smell it everywhere. Like um, Now it's everywhere. I think with the decriminalisation of it in America, in parts of America and parts of Europe and stuff, it's, it's very much accepted these days, like, you know what I mean? We're not going to stop it, like, people like to smoke weed. Now, Barry, is there much of a difference in the attitudes among the different age groups when it comes to decriminalisation, like younger people versus older people? 
Yeah, Pat, uh, there was more support amongst the younger age groups for the decriminalisation of drugs, with 56% of people aged between 18 and 34 in favour, compared to 44% of those aged over 55. And Pat, if cannabis was to become decriminalised here, then we'd be following in the footsteps of the likes of Portugal, where the personal use of cannabis was decriminalised in 2001. So people there caught with small amounts of drugs get a warning, a small fine or a referral to addiction services instead of being arrested and it has worked well for example the number of overdose deaths decreased from 80 the year the decriminalisation was enacted uh, in Portugal to only 16 in 2012 so a drop from 80 uh, to 16 overdose deaths is quite significant and these people in Dublin gave me their thoughts on whether they think decriminalisation should be brought in here Well it's blocking up the courts for more serious things isn't it? caught with a few a few uh, joints and you're being brought to court it's a waste of the police time it's a waste of the court's time it's a waste of the person's time it's been smoked everywhere everywhere you go it's been everyone's smoking it it's legal in most of half of Europe it's legal in Canada America you can get on a plane and go an hour away and it's legal you can grow it you can use it for medical use Ireland's just years behind everybody else in Europe. Well, it all depends on what type of drugs that they have. But if you need it, you need it. If you don't, you don't. So it's up to each individual, I think, you know, to decide whether they want or they don't. Is it a waste of taxpayers' money, you know, if you haul someone before the courts who was caught with 20 euro worth of cannabis? Yeah, it is a waste of money in actual fact. I would agree with that, you know. There's bigger fish to fry, as I say. I think that criminalising it, it takes up too much police resources. Um, you know, chasing down unimportant stuff. Yes, hard drugs, I agree, that's a different matter. But, but criminalising cannabis, no, makes no sense to me. But what about cocaine, heroin? Yeah, I, I definitely think there's, there's um, restrictions should be on that. But yeah. cannabis, no? No. Maybe you, you can buy it in a chemist. I don't know. I mean, it's not any more dangerous than, than tobacco or alcohol. Now, Barry, there is majority support for the greater availability of currently illegal drugs, but only for medicinal use. Yeah, for medicinal use and therapeutic use was the question people were asked. And there was broad support across the population for the greater availability of currently illegal drugs for medicinal and therapeutic use, like you say, with 70% in favour 14% were opposed and 16% were undecided. While the Red Sea poll also found that 69% of people would support greater investment of services such as injection centres, which reduce so-called harm from problem drug abuse. While the Oireachtas Justice Committee recently recommended that the Medicinal Cannabis Access Programme should be expanded to more people suffering chronic illness when other treatments have failed to relieve their symptoms. And Pat, I've been speaking to Mighty Okafor, who lives in Ennis in County Clare, and he told me he regularly uses cannabis for medicinal purposes. So yes, I've been um, using cannabis for about seven years now, um, even more maybe. I was um, unfortunately in a in a car accident, um, which has um, left my uh, my arm paralysed. Um, with that, I um, I have no motion in the arm, no feeling in the arm. Uh, no sensory um, in the arm, um, and also I have intense nerve pain. Um, 
where before I used to use weed or cannabis just to to smoke and have a good time, whatever it is. Um, now I use it for that also, but also for my nerve pain. Um, I get intense nerve pain, um, and cannabis is really the only thing that kind of calms it down, um, relaxes relaxes me, um, gives me a bit of a break for from the pain for a couple of hours. Um, I've tried all the other medication in um, in the market, and none seemed to work. Um, I smoked it for I smoked it for that reason for the pain nerve pain alone and it's 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 done it's been done me wonders. So would you say that you mostly use cannabis for medicinal purposes, and is it hard to get your hands on it? Yes, I would say I use it for medicinal purposes primarily. Um, it really helps with nerve pain. Now obtaining cannabis is um is it, it can be very difficult. Um, Obviously, because it's it's illegal, um, finding someone who does actually have it and also has it uh, on a consistent basis is pretty tough. Um, I find sometimes I go I go weeks without having some. Now, I'm sure there are many who would argue for the use of cannabis for medicinal purposes, um, but there are concerns that decriminalization is, to, you know, the first step on the slippery slope that would lead to total legalization of cannabis. Uh, and then that would result in more people using it. Yeah, Pat, look, there are a number of arguments that are often made against decriminalizing drugs. And the first one is that some drugs can kill, so are therefore dangerous. And the argument is also made that legalising harder drugs like heroin would only lead to more addiction and more deaths. While even if the hardest drugs remained illegal, softer drugs would only act as a gateway to more dangerous substances, according to some. While it's also argued that decriminalisation would lead to normalisation, like you say, and this could lead to more people smoking cannabis, for example, which can also be a gateway to harder drugs, again, according to some medical experts. And I've been speaking to Dr. Bobby Smith, who is a consultant child and adolescent psychiatrist, and he says we should be talking more about prevention rather than decriminalisation. As I understand it, decriminalisation, as used in countries like Portugal, um, involves a situation whereby drug use remains prohibited. It's just that you move away from use of criminal punishments or criminal sanctions for people who end up breaking the rule. So it becomes a bit like not wearing your seatbelt, driving your car. You don't. It's not permitted to, to drive a car without a seatbelt. And if you're caught, you know, you'll get a telling off and a couple of penalty points and a bit of a fine, but you won't get a criminal conviction. And in Portugal, it's it's similar to that. And in other locations where, where drug use has been decriminalised, they move towards a fine system. But it, importantly, it remains prohibited. Um, as a model, uh, in comparison to our current model, the question is, will it deter use uh, as effectively as the current model? And the evidence on that is a little bit mixed. Um, I suppose there's certainly some evidence which indicates that once you reduce sanctions, you reduce the deterrent effect so you get more people using it. Is decriminalisation the right way to go, considering how many people seem to be smoking cannabis uh, regularly in Ireland now? Um, Well, I suppose the large numbers of people smoking cannabis means we should be doing more in terms of prevention, I suppose. Um, And decriminalisation right now oddly enough uh like i do see certain strengths and certain upsides to the decriminalization option as used in portugal 
the downside is how it's perceived by the public. Because as you mentioned, lots of people are using cannabis already. Um, if the nuance of the, the this the, a change in penalty isn't communicated clearly to people, the worry is that it'll, it'll further inflate use. And of course, we should be asking ourselves, well, why is use uh, increasing at the moment? Um, and for me, that's all because of the endless attacks uh, on our drug policies uh, and the endless pro-cannabis narrative about sort of medical cannabis, which uh, as a doctor, there's no such thing as uh, medical cannabis. Now, that's Dr. Bobby Smith, a consultant, child and adolescent psychiatrist. Uh, you got some breaking news, Barry? Yeah, so Pat, I mentioned the Citizens' Assembly, which will be set up in the next few weeks. It will decide on what the country's strategy will be on drugs going into the future. The members of the Citizens' Assembly, there will be many people from all different walks of life appointed to this. But today, the Taoiseach has appointed the new chairperson of the Citizens' Assembly in Drug Use, and it's Paul Reid, the former head of the HSE. He has been appointed as the independent chairperson of the Citizens' Assembly in Drug Use. He hasn't gone away, you know. No, he hasn't. (laughs) All right. And you'll be back with us tomorrow. Yeah, tomorrow we'll be looking at should cannabis in particular be legalised? I've been getting different people's opinions. I've been speaking to regular cannabis users who tell me they're in high-end jobs and it's made no difference to their lives. Well, I've also been speaking to medical experts who say it definitely shouldn't be legalised. <laughs> High-end jobs is right. <laughs> High all the time. All right, uh, Barry, thank you very much. The Pat Kenny Show with Aviva Insurance. Weekdays at 9am on News Talk.